0: there. I'm your host, Leslie Randolph. I'm a self-confidence coach for teenage girls and the self-confidence coach you wish you had as a teen. Honestly, I'm the self-confidence coach I wish I had as a teen because I know I could have saved myself and my mother a whole lot of heartache if I'd only known then what I know now. I hope to save you some of that suffering by sharing the lessons I learned late in life right here on Why Didn't They Tell Us. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, happy people. Welcome back to Why Didn't They Tell Us? Thankful to be here with you today. And I'm so grateful to each and every one of you who have welcomed me into your world, whether it's your ears like here or your inbox. And, and spoiler alert, gratitude is the topic we're tackling today. So stick around. It's going to be a good one. Uh, but first I have some exciting announcements to share. Can I get a drum roll, please? Oh, my guest just gave me a drum roll. I was actually going to say we don't have that kind of ability over here on why didn't they tell us? But thank you, Jill. Okay. So at the end of almost every episode, I leave a little love note for moms of teens or moms who might one day have a teen and is already looking for, for tips and tools for how to make it through those years that like, let's be honest, have a less than stellar reputation. So I am moving it to the front today because I don't want you to miss it. In the show notes, wherever you're tuning in, there is a link to my free guide, Six Simple Steps to Help Your Teen Cultivate Confidence. Now, this guide might be a total game changer for you, or it it might just be a, a helpful reminder. We all need reminders. I love a reminder, so let this be yours. Either way, go get your copy. The tips and tools outlined in it Will help you show up for your teen in a way that helps her tap into her own self-love, her own self-confidence. Go grab your copy if you're looking for ways to help her. Bottom of the show notes, there's a link. <laughs> of course, if you if you really want to help her ditch out, overcome anxiety, stop beating herself up and putting herself down, and you don't want to do it alone then I got you. I am thrilled to share that I am going to have spots opening up in my one-on-one coaching practice right when she's heading back to school after the holidays. And I would love to help her make that her semester of self-confidence. So if she would benefit from a, a mindset mirror, an accountability ally, simply a cheerleader in her corner, then I would love to help. You can email me at leslie the life coach at gmail.com Gmail.com to learn more, or you can click the link in show notes. Again, right all down there, making it easy for you um, to book a call with me. And then finally, if this is work you could benefit from, maybe you've been tuning in over the past year and thinking, you know what, I actually need this in my day to day life. If you're struggling with your own self confidence as a mom, maybe it's showing up at work or showing up in your marriage. Well, I'm delighted to share I am opening up spots for you as well. These tools are not just for teens. And honestly, the best way for us to help our kids cultivate confidence is to model it for them. So if you found yourself thinking about doing this work and it's never the right time, my friends, it is the right time. Okay, that's the extent of my exciting news. Let's get to the good stuff. Gratitude. Now, you might be thinking, why are we talking about gratitude now? Like, it's the week after Thanksgiving. And that choice was a deliberate one. So many of us check the box of gratitude over the holidays, but we don't make it a habit in our day-to-day. You know, I don't play the should shame game over here. I'm not going to say, well, you should have been. But if this is you, then I urge and encourage you to make gratitude a part of your daily life. And luckily, today's guest is going to tell us how. Jill Rivkin is a co-founder and board member of Gratitude Generation, a nonprofit organization committed to inspiring gratitude in future generations through education and service. I am so proud to serve alongside Jill as a fellow board member and to have a small piece of the incredible impact that G2 does. So Jill, welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here, Leslie,
1: and I think you understate the impact that you have in your role in Gratitude Generation because you are invaluable, your energy, your insight, your knowledge, all of it. We are so lucky to have you.
0: It is so mutual because I am lucky to have G2 in my life, and um, I mean, that that's truly it. I am grateful for Gratitude Generation, so thank you for the kind words. Thank you for all you do. Let's get more people um, aware of what it is you do. Let, let's start with like your story. Um, and I know that it it becomes the story of G2. So tell us about your your gratitude journey and, and how you got to where you are today.
1: Okay, I would love to. Gratitude is definitely top of the list of things I like to talk about. And frankly, always has been. Um, I think as a child... I was a bright side kind of child. I was a glass half full kind of child. I was a rose colored glasses kind of child. And I think back then I like to joke about like before gratitude got trendy. Um, That's what it was like. I think and I want this to sound humble, but I, I am so grateful for it. I think it's inherently who I am. Like when people ask me about how I practice gratitude or how gratitude fits my life. I definitely, as an adult, have put in some skills and some practices of gratitude. But sometimes for some of us, I think it's a natural, inherent way to look at the world. That, as you know, for sure, based on your profession and the world around us, is not the case for most people. Okay, And I totally understand that. So my journey with gratitude, I think, starts deep inside of who I am. I see the world for what it offers me. I see people for what they give me. Um, my mom once told me it was a, a a beautiful trait I have for loving everybody in my world for what they can give me and not judging them for what they can't. Mm. And I never thought about that until I was older and realized that that is gratitude for the people in my life. That is gratitude for what each person brings to me. So as I got older and as I started spending more time thinking about myself and my perspectives and and doing the work, right? I can be inherently a grateful person, but we all still need to do the work on ourselves. And to and to do I listened to a podcast once by a wonderful, wonderful self-confidence coach named Leslie, who <laughs> talked about she I still talk about this with my family. She talked about the cerebral electrician.
0: Oh, that was t- my sister. And it was the most brilliant and Jill did. She texted me, Laura <laughs> If you guys remember, Laura was talking about her breast cancer journey and how not only as she went through that journey, she like rewired her brain and she used that term. I know. So good. So good. Quite
1: literally talked about it at dinner last night with my family. And so I think it's just such a perfect term for working on something that we might not inherently have in us, right? And sure, I went through my twenties, very self-involved enjoying my friends and my social life and not having any responsibility. And then I got married. Oh, responsibility. And then I had children, beautiful responsibility. My biggest gift of my life is being a parent. And as I was approaching 40, we'll get back on track for my gratitude journey, my gratitude journey, I decided to do a a 40 days till 40 public gratitude practice. Back then, dark ages, it doesn't feel that long ago, but it was. Um, I was still reading magazines sometimes and I read it in a magazine. Do a gratitude or do a gratitude journal every day. share it if you feel comfortable. So I mm-hmm. sat down at my desk every night for 40 days before my 40th birthday. My husband still mocks me because I messed up the math and finished a day early. And I, I'm a writer, I guess, not a mathematician. And I publicly shared some thought about being grateful that day and not to minimize, but not grateful for the roof over my head and the water and the sink. I remember one night, my son at the time was, um, five or five and we were playing, he was building a Lego and I was sitting next to him and he was giggling and he was breathing so loud. And I like, I soaked it up. I soaked up the giggles and I soaked up the breathing and I wrote about it that night. Like I paid attention to my little boy, how he was laughing and breathing and thinking and his brain was working. And to jump to the end of my 40 days, I turned 40 very willingly and happily. And I got unbelievable feedback around my sharing publicly. You know, Social media takes the heat for a lot of negative things. I got beautiful feedback from people, not just like who love me and have to give me feedback. People I haven't talked to in a long time, high school friends. Thank you for sharing these thoughts. It's inspiring me to write, you know, to write something down every day. So I did start a blog at the time called Grateful Girl. And I continued to write it until, boo-hoo-hoo, sadly, the Chicago Tribune shut down the platform that housed the blog. And I had become so intimately involved in the launching of Gratitude Generation that I redirected all my grateful efforts to and
0: writing. Her writing skills.
1: Yes, all my writing skills and my my learn on the job PR skills and my marketing skills, all of it. I pushed toward Gratitude Generation, um, which I am entirely and 100% convinced the universe brought to me at the perfect time in my life. Because I was so present in my gratitude journey, in my gratitude journey, um, and then, like you said, gratitude generation was born. Um, I can give you the, the the quick. The quick is five incredible, unconnected women decided to create an organization that would provide service opportunities for children of all ages um, to inspire gratitude. Because when we give of ourselves. It inspires gratitude in a number of different ways. One of which is it lets us reflect on what we have, and it lets us reflect on what we're able to do for others. So my gratitude journey, after you know my growth and my my public forty days of gratitude and my blog, became really a living, breathing entity in gratitude generation.
0: And how lucky we all are um, that gratitude generation exists, because it's not just for women at our stage. Um, as Jill said, it's an opportunity so that, so these are not lessons learned late in life for our children that they get to be hands on involved in service based activities. Um, I mean, we could be here all day if we talked about everything that gratitude generation does. Um, see, I told you I'd make it easy for y'all. There are going to be links. I'll probably say this again at the end to learn more about gratitude generation also in the show notes. Um, but I want to go back to something that Jill said, because I think it's, it's so powerful. Y'all, did anyone else well up in tears as she told that story about the Lego? Because it is, there are moments in our day-to-day that are frustrating, that are hard, that are challenging, but she took, like, that could have been 10 seconds of your day. But as you were talking about that, I welled up, I felt the chills on my arm. Like, that is gratitude. There is a difference between that fleeting moment of And as you said, like, I'm so thankful for all I have versus I am thankful for the breath in my boy's body and the light that he (laughs) emanates as he plays with this Lego. Gratitude is kind of a buzzword right now, right? It's we certainly around Thanksgiving, but it was a... It was a simple question, but like, how do we define gratitude? Well,
1: that is something I thought about a lot. I thought about it a lot when we were launching Gratitude Generation. I thought about it previously when I was launching my my my, my non-defunct blog, which I did love doing, but that's okay. And um, I think gratitude in my mind, and there's so much research out about it now, Leslie, like we could dig down deep and find a million definitions of it, but in my mind, it's really an emotion. It's like a state of being, right? And it's hard. It's not something you are all the time, okay? You know, I get, I, I, I very consciously decide when it's time for me to share my okay, but let's be grateful with my family and, in particular, my teenage daughter, right? I have one of those two, right? Because sometimes. Um, And I digress for a moment. Sometimes we're not ready for gratitude, right? Sometimes things suck or sometimes things are stressful. Sometimes things are emotional, sad, all of it. Gratitude will help us dig out of every single one of those emotions, but when the time is right, right? When the time is right. And it's also very hard. It's very hard because I've read a lot over the years between the difference between gratitude and thankfulness, right? grateful and thankful. Those are different. So thankful is I am so thankful for this beautiful gift I just got. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for this opportunity, but I take that deeper because I think the resonance of this opportunity is part of my emotion of gratitude. So for me, gratitude and grateful is like an emotional state and a practice and sometimes a conscious decision. It, sometimes you have to be conscious about choosing to be grateful when things suck, okay? I would say my goal for every listener and all of your people, and I'm sure you teach all your teenage girls and moms who need a, a refresher, that great, grateful is so healthy and grateful can be hard, but it's a lot easier than miserable, yes. in my opinion.
0: Yeah, but I love what you just said. It's not gratitude. And, and one of the questions that I have for Jill is like, you know, what it's not and like how we can do it wrong. And I think Jill hit it so perfectly on the head here. It is not like, oh, I'm going to go choose gratitude right now so I can avoid this awful emotion that I'm feeling. Right. Actually, Gratitude Generation did this recently Um, in the wake of the devastation that had happened in Israel. The board had come together and was like, how can we collectively, how can we get together as a community, practice gratitude and make a difference while still honoring how we all feel? And, and like within days, um, and this I think was spearheaded by one of our staff members opened up the doors to say, come in. We'll be together. We'll make cards. We, there was a fundraising component of it. But it wasn't like, we're not going to talk about the elephant in the room. It made room for all of it. And I think that that is what's so important about gratitude. It's not that we're, I'm going to shift to gratitude so I don't feel this icky emotion. It's like, I can feel this icky emotion. I can be a whole human and still see the good in the world. Yep. I can feel I, it's like a, whole, a holistic experience.
1: That's exactly, I, that's perfect word for it, in my opinion. It's a holistic experience. It's not a fleeting moment. It's, it's also a practice, right? You talk about the practice of gratitude or, I mean, the practice of yoga or the practice of anything, sport, an instrument, you practice, you can practice gratitude. You can cerebral, well, cerebral mechanic, you can get yourself to a point where you can do this and when the time is right um it will click i really yeah. i really think that i
0: think it yeah it becomes it becomes habitual so th- sure. i mean that's a perfect segue um to talk about like how can we make a practice of gratitude in our day-to-day lives so for whoever's listening but then also how do we bring it to our family how do we make that like a family value
1: absolutely well again a subtle plug gratitude generation. If you're on the North shore of Chicago is attempting to do that for you, right? We are attempting to put service and gratitude practice and education into your day to day. There are multiple events every month. There's materials we share. We try to have teachable moments in everything that we do. Um, as a mom, And like all of the moms who I'm sure are listening, I, I struggle like all the rest of you, right? And, and people might think otherwise, right? Here's Jill, grateful girl, founder of gratitude generation, been blogging about this for years. Oh, her kids must be so appreciative of everything they have and, and never, you know, want for more because, you know, they don't need it. Uh, That is entirely untrue. My kids are wonderful and normal and typical in a lot of the behaviors that a lot of our kids have. And so just like all of you, adults and, and you know caregivers, I try to incorporate it into my life. So how can you do that? Um, listen, I have tried so many times to create a gratitude family journal, okay? Like literally adorable spiral notebook on the counter, like open with a pen saying, hey, can you guys just like spend a second every day? Like write something down. What are you grateful for? it doesn't last, right? (laughs) Like there's like three in a row for me. There's, you know, my husband here and there. So I would tell you, it'd be great if I could just tell you like, oh, start a journal, like a personal journal or a family journal. I will tell you they're very powerful. If you can do it yourself, amazing. If you can do it with your family, I love it because then you're inspiring each other with gratitude. Um, One of the original projects, our second program ever for gratitude generation was a workshop to make a gratitude jar. Okay. And in the, it's, it's a little basin jar. It can be a little glass cup. It can be whatever it is. We Decorate them. We make, there's a number of ways you can use it. You can make right on little pieces of paper, what you're grateful for, throw it in at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year, read them, like reflect on them. You can also, if that's a hard challenge, because sometimes it is, for people, a hard challenge. You could fill that gratitude jar with little conversation starters. So you can pull one out during dinner. You can pull one out when you're driving carpool and and use it to say, hey, like, let's talk about gratitude today or let's talk about, you know, what went right today. Um, gratitude practice is not easy. I, I don't think anybody who does it on the regular would tell you. Um, again, I'll repeat, I do believe it's something you can train yourself to do right? You can, you can get to that point in life, just like any other self care work we do on ourselves to talk more positively to ourselves, to take better care of ourselves. Journaling is a a two minute experience. It could even be like a 30 second experience and it's beautiful. And every now and again, I go back to it. I don't do it publicly on social media anymore, but I just sit down and say, okay, like take a deep breath what's going on around me today, and the whole world could be very, very, very loud, and I could be so grateful for like the tootsie roll I found in my purse. Right? That, like, that's like really a moment in time where you can. Do, it sounds ridiculous, but if you know me, you know the tootsie roll will get me excited, and um, you can just take a minute to like really reflect. Um, that's not a perfect answer as to how to put gratitude in your family or how to make it a family value, but I just implore everyone to make it important and keep trying. I keep trying. That's that's all I can tell you.
0: <laughs> that's all we can do. I, I I had you know when I was uh, email conversations with Jill before this episode, um, you know, one of the things that I'd asked was like, how can we make it stick? Because like Jill, you know, I bring my kids to gratitude generation. We have worked in the food pantry. We've packed meals for veterans. We put together cleaning supply um care packages for lack of a better word um for women or women who are moving from unsafe housing to safer housing but we leave and I you know I, as I said to Jill I go my body's still buzzing the same way I felt that buzz from the right. Lego story my body's buzzing as I leave gratitude generation and without fail my kid will look at me and be like can I get a Starbucks now and it's like <laughs> wait what? You it but you know that you know the universe provides, um I also saw then something on again the beauty, the beautiful side of social media. I saw something on Instagram that said, "Never underestimate the power of planting a seed." oh and I beautiful. don't think there are truer words for parents to hear because we will repeat ourselves a million times throughout those adolescent and teen years of Tie your shoe, put on deodorant, grab your school book. You know, we're not going to stop saying it. It will click for them. I feel the same way about gratitude. It is, I I think we, we hit it on the head. It is this journey. And as long as we stay the path, you might not, you know, feel that buzz in your body and the welling or the goosebumps, whatever gratitude feels like for you. And when you find it, you'll know, you might not feel it right away. But if you keep going and giving back, so I think service was such a critical part of what Jill said, like giving your time and energy, yes, organizations need money, but when you are putting your hands into it, something shifts for you when you are taking pen to paper and rather than just you know quietly noticing still also wonderful, you know, take that ninety seconds to feel that in your body for the tootsie roll. <laughs> but when you take pen to paper and say, you know today. I experienced this. It is just it can be a bright light in an otherwise dark day. Um, yes, to just give you that that gift. I mean, I think of it as a gift.
1: Yes, I wanted to chime in, Leslie. You said your buzz, so at gratitude generation. We like to call it a glow, because you know we love a good acronym. So gratitude lights our world, right? Because we like to glow, and so you can be buzzed, you can be glowing, you can all of it. But you're absolutely right in that you feel something. And I would argue that even though your kiddo walks out the door and wants a Starbucks, which is the same for so many of our kiddos, they're still glowing. They're still glowing and you've planted the seed. Um, I was going to add on to your beautiful commentary about planting the seed. I'm a little ahead of you in my age of my kids, right? I've got an almost teen and a teenager. And so you're, I'm starting to see the buds on, the, on you know, the seeds have grown a little bit. And I'm starting to see it when they make their own choices about things. Uh, when my daughter chooses what she's going to participate in at school or in a youth group. She told me yesterday that she was running for the philanthropy chair of a club she's in. And she quite literally said, I mean, I've been part of gratitude generation since it started. I think I'm qualified for this job. Right. And I, the the glow I felt at that moment I did not even acknowledge it or gush over it. I did not want to stifle that at all, but there it was, right? Nope. There There it was, the choices that she's making reminded me that the efforts that I've made within my family and within my community, because I'm really doing this for the greater community, for, we talk a lot about the people who about practicing gratitude and the people in our service projects who benefit from it, your family who comes in and has this great experience. The gratitude ripples throughout the community. And that's part of the real true magic of gratitude generation is that the impact is, is so dimensional. You come with your family and you do some hands on service and you're glowing, even if you're getting a Starbucks after, you know, and then whatever you created, I say the assets, the resources, whatever you created that have, they're going out into the community to touch another family who will have tremendous gratitude for whatever it is that we have given them or supported them or helped them. You know, we do this impact report every year. We just released it so that we can try to quantify the touch points. And we keep religious care about how many people participate in everything. And every time we do this, it's mind blowing to think about one little service act that you spent an hour at gratitude generation doing with your family, or maybe at home, we have home projects, right? We have lots of things. You know, I don't want this to get turned into a gratitude generation pitch, but like, we're talking about how to make gratitude part of your family. There are things you can do at home. There are books to read. There are stories to tell, all of it. It just ripples out through the community a million times over through the people who are touched by it and who engage in the programming.
0: 1,000%. 1,000%. I- yeah. I'm That that ripple too, and I, I think we should talk about this, is, is similar to... It's interesting because... Uh, my most recent episode was the power of positivity and I could not imagine uh, two episodes to go hand in hand. I mean, this, this could be a series, right? Because gratitude just feels so good. When we also talk about that ripple, I go back to that Lego story because mm-hmm. I think not only did I have the visual of, of Jill and her son playing with this Lego, but it brought me back to this one memory I have of my son. Like the first time he realized that he had a dog and the giggle, the full belly laugh that this child, I have it in a video, you guys, I might, I might put it on Instagram because it's so good. It's <laughs> full belly laugh that ripple too. And now maybe as you're listening to this, you now have conjured up a memory of, for you, that gives you that glow. Um, But, and also again, <laughs> we're plugging, we're plugging. I also <laughs> then think about, Yeah. My kids didn't go to gratitude generation. Um, there was one Saturday we, I mean, there's plenty of Saturdays that we don't go. Believe me, we're, we're still humans and soccer moms and all that, but, uh, we made popsicles. We made popsicles for dogs at a dog shelter in our kitchen. And I could not only did I get my glow on, but I was like, and we're doing, you know, STEM here at home. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> It's so good. You're doing math, you're
1: doing STEM, you're doing gratitude. I mean, that was like a home run for your family that day.
0: But yeah, yeah that, that ripple is so important well, because the world the, needs it.
1: The ripple, you know, right now we talked about how gratitude is so trendy. I had um, Kelly and Mark on this morning when I was finishing my workout and they had some doctor there talking about gratitude. I might be stealing your next question, Leslie, but the ripple effect besides the feel good, the buzz, the glow, all that is it is incredibly healthy to do to do this like this is really, really, truly scientifically proven to be good for you, to give for yourself, to give of yourself, to take care of yourself by doing things that make you feel good. This doctor was talking very scientifically about. Endorphins and dopamine and love hormones and all the things that are triggered in your body when doing something for others and or recognizing the good in the world, which going way back to the beginning of your conversa- our conversation, it's sometimes hard to recognize the, the good in the world. So let's do that and do something really, really good for us. Um, I'll tell you, he caught my attention, especially he was talking about aging. And how, and how, you know, these, this, all this good stuff that comes from practicing gratitude, uh, this chemical reaction counteracts the negative stuff that's making us look and feel older. Okay, bring it on. Yeah, I will you, practice you... more gratitude if that means, you know fewer gray hairs. I don't think those really correlate, but better
0: than Botox, y'all better than Botox gratitude.
1: You You know what I mean? And with our teenagers, and again, this is kind of a buzz, but as our kids struggle with mental health and with the, with the really trying world that they're living in, I was discussing this just yesterday with my best friend, like this is such a complicated world more complicated than any of us could have ever imagined who are raising children right now. My mom, that generation, they all, they try to recognize it. My mom recognizes it with me. Like I, I, she says, I can't believe how complicated the world you're raising your children is in like social media, influencers, the world dynamics, politics, you name it. It is complicated. Proven fact, gratitude in our children and in our teens in particular lowers anxiety. Minimizes depression, improves their relationships with their peers, their schoolwork, their their health, their overall health. Like if we can do something that is really that accessible to us to make them healthier, I, I there's a high, hard hard press to find a parent out there who wouldn't try.
0: Nope. Yep. And and Jill's right. We could spend this. We could have spent this whole episode just talking about the health benefits of it. And again, if you would listen to the power of positivity, very similar. You know, gratitude could put me out of a job. (laughs) (laughs) Gratitude could put me out of a job. How how wonderful. The world would be a better place. And and our teens would be feeling so good about themselves. Because when you are feeling that glow, there is not room for the other. You cannot. I I had the privilege of sitting in on a teen board meeting. And um, one of the things that were being talked about was, you know, like, when you come it's interesting. This could be for a teen board, this could be a board room. But like how do you show up to the work at hand? And there was this, you know, conversation around, you know, can we, you know, come in with a smile on your face? You know, come in with, you know, ready to work. Come in with your best self forward. Um and and I think where it had really landed was, you know, we we come in with gratitude. We come in with gratitude because when you commit to gratitude, whether you're walking in to whatever room in your world, there's just not room for some of that other emotional energy that can bring you down or have you stuck. It, it, it there's, there's not space for it. Um, and so, yeah, less anxiety. And
1: it's, and it's contagious. This is like something we almost forgot to mention Leslie. Like it's contagious. People will want to feel the way they see you feeling right? I've also had the privilege of being in those teen board meetings. They're usually on a Sunday in the late afternoon after a long weekend. And the energy in there is palpable. Like all it takes is a couple of those kids to come in, commit to what they're doing, talk about whatever project they're working on or learning about nonprofits and such. And it's catchy. People feel good when they're around people who feel
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. And how powerful for our teens because I think we sometimes as parents we can forget that that the way they're behaving, I mean if you look at my my kids who are younger but then our teens like it is totally age appropriate for them to be self involved and we yeah. forget that. You know, and we get frustrated and I I too listen like you want to what after we just did what? <laughs> but it, it's very age appropriate but you cannot be self-involved when you're in that space, when you are putting together Meals for Veterans, when you are putting together a, a fundraiser or an opportunity, you know, a gratitude project that's going to give back. It it expands your your vantage point to see like the world is so much bigger than me and I have the power to make it a little bit better, a little bit brighter.
1: Yes. And I'll add on to that because I think it's important for us to think outside of our world that we live in. Gratitude is not limited to people who have certain things or live certain lives. It's such an important part of every human's thinking that whether you have a lot or you have a little, gratitude can be found. And I have talked over the years a lot with the organizations that we support. So, Gratitude Generation doesn't have direct contact with the communities in need. We typically go through friendships of other organizations. And a number of them over the years have spoken to us about how can our kids and teens actually participate in some of your programming that may benefit them in the end, right? Because they're in a community in need, but that will help inspire that feeling of gratitude and, and, and put in all those health benefits into everyone's lives. So um, I think it's important to look at gratitude as it's not about just what you have and what somebody else doesn't have. It's about how you are viewing and feeling and reflecting upon what your world is, whatever that world is. You You hear stories all the time about people in really dire situations. Right in like war zones and 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 try, trying times and COVID and all that, still finding gratitude. Right. It's not that they have so much or that things are so good. Gratitude's not just about recognizing all the great things in your life. It's about recognizing what is going well, what is feeling good, what is going to get you through the hard times.
0: Absolutely. One of my Leslie the life coachisms that my clients are probably like, We know, Leslie is your perspective is your power. And that's great. For sure, there is always, no matter where this episode finds you, no matter where you are today, there is always something to be grateful for. Um, And that is not reserved for people who have. It is reserved for all of us. There is always something to be grateful for, um, even in the darkest of days, if you choose to find it. If you tap into that perspective, if you shift it, shift it ever so slightly. Absolutely. Touch goodness. Um, all right, Jill. I mean, like we could be here forever. As you guys can tell, there's like a real love fest between Jill and I <laughs> and certainly for gratitude. Um, but I'll I'll let you close out the show. Anything else you want to add? Any any question I didn't tackle that you were like, oh, we got to get this one in.
1: We got to get this one in. Well, I I truly am. So grateful for this opportunity. I have never been on a podcast. So check this one off the bucket list. Thank you so much. We can um, drumroll you back. <laughs> yes. We should have drumrolled Jill, her first her first podcast. Um, <laughs> and my mind is spinning in a million different directions and how we can better and more connect with the community that you connect with, with the people who are listening to this podcast. Um, because the work that you do, it all goes so hand in hand, right? Uh, being grateful will build self confidence. Being self confidence will give you the space to feel grateful, right? It's all hand in hand. And I know that your focus on teenagers and teenage girls in particular strikes so close to me. I have a teenage girl and I have um, been blessed with open lines of communication with her. And I get all the eye rolls that all the rest of you get too. Um, but I do think that if we go back, if I want to put an exclamation point on anything that we talked about today, although I could exclamation point our entire conversation, I would like to go back to the planting the seed and planting a seed around gratitude um, will work. Start to take a conscious effort in yourself and in your family because we need to start these things in ourselves as parents and caregivers and moms, right? We can't expect our families to react accordingly to something we haven't really embraced yet. So I would, I would love and encourage you all just take a minute, take a breath, take a moment, write it down. Like I am certain that those of you who have Lego players, Lego kids, Lego masters, you're going to think of this conversation the next time your kiddo is playing with a Lego, or maybe the next time you step on one, but (laughs) it, it. It is a moment in time and time is so fleeting, flying by, right? Whoop. Days go by, weeks go by, kids grow up, we get older. And so I would just say, really take the moment to make this a self-care effort. It will pay off and it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't even take very much time. It just takes a little extra work and by no means, and I appreciate even the, the gesture toward, am I an expert on this? This is just something that is deeply and inherently in, inside who I am and something that I have honed with which to share because I think it's so important.
0: Yeah. Jill glows. Any, anyone that when she was telling that story of inherently who I am, anyone that knows her that's listening is just nodding their head being like, yep, that's Jill. And I want to piggyback on that because, you know, it's so interesting. 1000% self-confidence. It does. It goes hand in hand with gratitude. And, you know, one of the recommendations I make to my clients is, you know, doing a confidence closure at the end of the day. At the end of the day, your brain is going to be telling you all the things that you did wrong, all the ways in which you missed the mark, all the things you shouldn't have said or should have done. And so we we quiet that beautiful brain of ours um, by, again, taking pen to paper, if you're willing to journal, if not, you know, just going into going inside. And the first one on that, it's a five, four, three, two, one journal practice, and it's Oh, cool. Five things for which you're grateful for. Love
1: it. Cause,
0: and, and you can listen, some days five might feel hard. There's no perfection in any of this work. Um, but it just, it just trains your brain to find and focus on the good, Absolutely. to find and focus on what you can be grateful for. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yep. Exclamation point. So many exclamation points all over this show. All right, my friends, if you want to learn more about gratitude generation, because why wouldn't you at this point? It is incredible. It is, um, good for your health in many ways, good for your mental health and, you know, something that you can do with your family. That will be in my show notes. So please find it. You can also find them, uh, on every social pr- platform there is and at gratitudegeneration.org. Um, I want to just, I guess, Exclamation point this, as Jill said, it's free. All those activities of like those gratitude practices, ways to give back, those cost you nothing but your time. And I cannot think of a better investment of your time than doing that because look at what you get from it. You're actually coming up on top. Um, so Jill, my friend, thank you so much for today. I love this conversation you and too. Um, I'm grateful for you. Thank you. I am so grateful for you and for your audience for listening to us. It's a good one. Till next time, my friends. Love what you hear? Well, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at confidencecoachforgirls.com. That's confidencecoachforgirls.com. Or email me at lesleythelifecoach at gmail.com. That's lesleythelifecoach at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you.